With supply chains becoming more complex, you need to stay on top of the latest logistics developments. So if you work with logistics, you need the Beyond the Box podcast from Maersk. It's the easy way to keep up to date with everything from digital disruption and logistics to the need for supply chain resilience in today's market. Find out more and keep ahead of the game with the Beyond the Box podcast on logistics insights at maersk.com slash insights. Welcome to Talking Business Now. I'm your host, Kelly Scanlon. Thank you for joining us. If you're in business, your personal brand matters. So does the personal brand of your employees. Our guest on this episode of Talking Business Now is Frances Reimers. She's the founder and CEO of Firestarter, a personal brand consultancy that's located in Alexandria, Virginia. Firestarter helps individuals and small businesses develop, manage, enhance, and protect their personal brands. Francis has worked extensively with a number of professional sports teams, coaches, athletes, and business people. Before launching Firestarter in 2016, Francis led marketing and public relations campaigns for the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, the U.S. Department of Transportation, the U.S. Coast Guard, and numerous nonprofits and associations. She's been a contributor to O Magazine, Forbes, The Washington Post, and other publications, as well as been a frequent guest on television, radio, and podcasts. We'll start talking with Francis about how you can develop your brand right after this message from our sponsor, Interobang Solutions. Would you like to position your company as an industry thought leader? Increase engagement and build credibility with prospects and clients? Establish your influence as a trusted resource? Interobang Solutions offers full-service writing and publishing solutions that deliver your company's messages with a bang. You can count on us to provide turnkey solutions that support your existing marketing and communication staff or act as your full-service outsourced partner. Interobang Solutions, providing custom writing, editing, and publishing solutions. Visit www.interobanksolutions.com. We're talking business now with Francis Reimers, the founder of Firestarter. In this episode of Talking Business Now, Francis talks with us about creating and protecting an often overlooked professional asset our personal brand. Francis, you've worked with a number of athletes and celebrities on their personal brands, and that makes a lot of sense because they're often in the spotlight and they, you know, they need that coaching. But you also think that it's important for everyday professionals to develop a personal brand too. Why do you think that? Well, as we spend more of our lives online, whether it's through our personal endeavors, our professional endeavors, or both, we're creating a brand footprint um, everywhere we go every day. Um, and so it's really important that each of us, whether you're um, a lawyer, a doctor, a marketer, a real estate agent, what have you, it's really important that each of us uh, get in the driver's seat of our personal brand and control the messaging, um, the images, everything that is placed out there so that we're fully in command of how the world perceives us. 
oftentimes people will look us up online before even meeting us. So the perception of who we are and what we do has already been formed in their mind. So knowing that um, should really drive people to take more ownership in what they're putting out online and, and create the brand that they really do want uh, people to know them as. Yeah. So technology, particularly social media, has really upped the ante there. And if you're not out there creating or managing your own brand, especially online, then others are going to do it for you. Um, you know, when your name comes up, it'll be something maybe somebody else has posted about you. And if you don't have anything up about yourself where you've created it yourself, that's what they're going to come away with is what other people have said. Right. You know, your brand online is a little bit like your own personal savings account. Um, if you're associated with something that is positive, you don't need your savings account. But if you are associated with something negative, you might need your your brand savings account, so to speak. Um, if you're if your company or an organization that you're involved with has some negative news, you want to be able to be in the driver's seat of whatever is happening out there in in the digital space around your brand. When you build your brand strong and correct from the ground up. Even if negative things are happening tangentially around you, if you have a strong brand and you're putting good, positive, structured information out there, you yourself can tend to weather um, the ups and downs of what is going on in the digital space. Sure. You know, when you talk about developing a personal brand, we understand that it's not a one-size-fits-all proposition. Every business is different. Every leader person is different. And so there's going to be some uh, things that are specific to that company or that individual. But in general, what goes into developing a personal brand? Well, it really has to start with by being something that is authentic to you. Um, I tell people all the time that you have to know yourself and what it is that you want to project to the world in person before you get into the online space. Because it's extremely important that when somebody meets you in real life, that they are connecting with the person that they've been observing, following online. So understanding your true self and understanding the authentic brand that you want to present to everyone is, is, is very vital. Two, understanding your own personal bandwidth. Um, not every person needs to be on every social media platform. Um, I always strongly encourage people to get on platforms that they are comfortable with, that they understand, and then grow their network out from there. Not everyone needs to be on Instagram. Not everyone needs to be on Snapchat. You really need to think about what's appropriate for you, your business, your target audience, and most importantly, where you feel comfortable. Um, if you don't like the platform, if you don't see the, the value in it, you're likely not to utilize it to its fullest extent, which doesn't help you. Um, brand building and growth completely centers around consistency. And so you need to be consistently posting to whatever platforms you plan on using. So I always recommend to clients, know your message, know your audience, and find a platform that you really love, that you really understand, and learn how to use it to its fullest extent. 
for most of your listening um, listening public out there, LinkedIn is probably going to be their first go-to. Um, if you are a professional, whether you're an athlete or an attorney or an auditor, LinkedIn is the place to go uh, for people to see your pre- professional persona. So I always recommend to my clients that that be their first stop. And then from there, it can really grow out. I mean, if you're a real estate agent, Instagram is a great way to go. Um, if you're a thought leader in a particular vertical, Twitter might be a great um, place for you. So it it really starts with knowing who you are, knowing your audience, knowing your message, and then choosing the platforms that you're going to stick to. And then you'll start developing content from there. You also talk about how employees' personal brands can help to grow a company and can help to uh, better cement a company's brand. What are some other ways that employees can do that other than social media conversations? Brand is not just online. I always remind people that your brand is all paid, earned, owned, and shared opportunities. And so there are things that happen online, and then there's things that happen off. You know, a lot of organizations have brought me in to consult with them, to educate their staff on ways to get out there and use community service as a way to help the the company brand and their their own personal brand. How to use speaking engagements, how to use their their side hustles if they have a side project or a side job that they do. How all of those streams of visibility visibility can be online and off, but all of these streams together form the collective of your brand. And and the collective of your brand, if you work for a company, is part of that company's collective brand. And so um, there's lots of ways that we as individuals can get out there and develop our brand. When we walk into a networking event and shake hands and tell people who we are and what we do, that is our brand. And, and so a lot of people forget that all of these touch points, every email you send, every phone call you make, every podcast interview you give, every hand that you shake at an event, that's all the collective of your brand coming together. So if social media is not totally uh, of interest to you, there's tons of ways offline that you're helping the, the corporate brand by elevating your own personal brand. And I alluded to some of those before. One other approach that we haven't talked about, though, is growing your brand through targeted philanthropic strategies. How does that help mm-hmm. a brand? Uh, so from the personal uh, personal level, you know, uh, targeted philanthropic efforts, um, uh, let's talk about the, the in-person aspect first. You know, uh, like for me, exam- for example, I'm on three different nonprofit boards. And I chose those opportunities, one, because they are particular issues that I care about, two, Um, the organizations are very well run and I feel as if my time, energy, and money are are being well utilized. But three, I'm also surrounded by um, my fellow board members on each board who are very connected, dynamic, interesting people. And by me engaging with them and showing my thought leadership in, in my vertical, I am you know, making a, a good positive brand impact on them and they on me, um, but also because I am the CEO of this company, it's 
radiating out to a larger uh, positive impression of my of my company overall. And so when people are getting out there and rolling up their sleeves and giving up their time um, in a philanthropic capacity, whether they're on a board or they just volunteer um, once in a while, um, which both are great and, and much appreciated by the organization, that's helping your brand grow uh, from the interpersonal relationships that you're building, the thought leadership that you're putting out there into the community, and then, of course, the good that you're giving back. Now, if, if you are more of a check writer than a, than a get out there and roll up your sleeve, this, too, also adds to your brand. It's showing that you're aligning with worthy causes, and if you're able to articulate uh, why you are giving to those particular causes, um, you know, either on your blog or in your social media or through other means, uh, that definitely helps, uh, you know, add to the equity of your brand as well. If you could leave our listeners with one piece of advice today for getting started on honing that personal brand, or I guess, you know, one of the things we didn't talk about is if you haven't really worked on it and you realize you have a personal brand out there that, isn't probably the best one that you, you know, best foot forward, uh, what would you suggest to them? So the, the, the overarching um, advice I would give to any person about their personal brand is be consistent. Be consistent with your messaging, be consistent with your posting, be consistent with your engagement, being consistent with your follow through. Um, nine times out of 10, when somebody calls me, feeling as if their brand is not going somewhere, the second I look at their stuff, I see that they've been completely inconsistent. Um, brand building is just like a workout regimen or a um, savings plan. You have to do it constantly and effectively for it to grow. Um, uh, unless you suddenly become Oprah overnight, the world is not going to know who you are immediately and engage with you immediately. And so it's through that constant um, react, um, that constant um, activity is really what's going to help you grow. Now to your, the second part of your statement, if your brand, we're already all out there. So let's just be clear on that. If you're, if your name and, and face is on a company website or maybe you volunteer for something and, and you're listed as part of the, the coaching staff, you have a digital footprint. You're out there. So it's best to understand where you are out there so that you have eyeballs on your own brand and then how to manage it. Um, I always encourage, especially professional services people, to once a year Google yourself and make sure that all of the things that come up under your name that are attributed to you are accurate and correct. Um, make sure that you're aware. Um, maybe you were quoted in an, an article that's on a blog somewhere and didn't even realize it. Um, that happens sometimes. So. Once a year, you know, audit yourself, go on Google, Google yourself, make sure everything is, is tip-top. Um, audit your social media posts. Um, everybody does it. We all post something that we think is really um, poignant or funny at the time, and then we go back and read it, and it's really not so much. Um, you have the ability to delete it. Um, most of us in the professional services world, people are not trolling our accounts looking for um, gotcha posts. So for, for the vast majority of us, we can go back through our posts and delete things that are maybe a little off color. Maybe we, you know, we felt that way at the time, but now a 
you know, reading it eight months after the fact. Maybe we don't uh, feel that way anymore. But go ahead and clean up your post. Mm -hmm. Don't keep something just lingering out there um, for somebody to come and find because and, and inevitably uh, you get a big promotion, you change jobs, maybe you land a huge media opportunity. Uh, we now live in a world where people are going to start looking through those posts. So save yourself the crisis communication needs on the back end by going through and, and cleaning up photographs, posts, other things like that, that that really just don't need to be there right now. Right. And to your point about being able to control some of this, many of the social media platforms have um, controls on them so that you have to approve of somebody because you, you can control what you post. But if somebody say, say you're just totally full after Thanksgiving dinner with your family and you're stretched out on the couch with a really silly look on your face and that gets captured by a relative who's taking a, a picture of the room and <laughs> you don't particularly want that out there for all your clients to see. Well, you can, a lot of times there's a control where you have to approve things before they actually go uh, live on your feed. So, so there's, there are ways, as you say, to control those kinds of things. Yeah, there's, there's controls for image use or posting. There's also controls for muting things. Um, if, if somebody posts something not even related to you, but it's using language or images that you don't approve of, uh, especially Twitter has uh, functionality for that to be muted. Um, you can turn off comments um, on certain platforms if, if you choose to. The only thing about all of those is that I really caution is when you put a ton of controls on your account, it really makes it difficult for people to engage with you. True. So don't um, don't go DEFCON 1 on the security <laughs> settings. I mean, um, you know, again, if you are, n are not the CEO of a Fortune 20 company, people are probably not trolling your account on the regular basis. So, um, you know, don't make it so difficult for people to engage with you. Um, I have filters, of course, for language and nudity and those kinds of things because I don't want my followers to be inundated with those kinds of things. But that's about it. I really try to keep it open so people know that if they want to engage with me, um, they can. So obviously it's different for everybody and different in every different industry, but don't make it so stringent that people are like, why are you, no one can engage with you. Why are you even on here? Exactly. So, so you know, try to keep it a little, you know, a little, uh, a little loose. Great advice. And I know you have so much more to say about this topic. If people are interested in getting in touch with you, what's your website? Sure. You can find me at www.yourfirestarter.com. Thank you so much for your time today, Francis. We really appreciate all that you had to say. We appreciate the support of our sponsor, Interobang Solutions, providing writing, editing, and publishing services. Give them a call at 913-676-7272 or visit interobangsolutions.com. And thank you for tuning in today. Please be sure to join us for the next episode of Talking Business Now. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.